everyone. You're listening to Save Me and I'll See, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hi. Hello. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello. And on this week's episode, we are going over the musical Waitress. Yes, yes. So, the music and lyrics are by Sarah Bareilles, who I'm sure most people know. And the book is by Jesse Nelson. So it is based on the 2007 film of the same name, written by Adrian Shelley. And so it tells the story of Jenna Hunterson, a baker and waitress stuck in an abusive relationship. And so there's pregnancy and an affair and a pie baking contest and just uh, there's drama and it's fun. This sounds like a soap opera Hallmark movie. (laughs) It sort of is, but it's great. So. This show received its world premiere at the American Repertory Theater in August 2015 for a limited run, and tickets did sell out, so that's nice. pretty cool. This cast featured Jesse Mueller, Drew Galing, Kiela Settle, and more. It then opened on Broadway in April 2016 at the Brooks Atkinson Theater. Production set a new box office record for a single performance, taking in $145,532. Ooh, holy wow. cow. In one performance. Oh, good for them. Goodness. Yes. And then the production closed in January 2020 after 1,544 performances. Ooh. Good for them. Mm-hmm. So after this, there was a uh, U.S. national tour that ran from October 2017 to August 2019. A non-equity national tour was scheduled to run through 2020, but, you know, that old COVID. COVID. The Rona. It had a West End run from February 2019 through March 2020 and was scheduled for a U.K. and Ireland tour afterward, but, you know, the whole COVID thing. Yeah. International productions have run in the Philippines, Argentina, Japan, Copenhagen, and Poland. The musical reopened in September 2021, woo, and is scheduled to run through January 2022, starring Borellis as Jenna. Nice. Yes. Borellis originally released a studio album called What's Inside? Songs from Waitress, which released in 2015 and debuted at number 10 on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. About the album, she said it proved impossible for me to imagine handing over the songs to the show before selfishly finding a way to sing them myself. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Then the original Broadway cast recording was released in 2016, which is what we're working with today. And will be linked in our show notes to our Spotify down below. The show has received mixed and positive reviews. One quote, Waitress has an excellent ratio of sweet to tart. The show has won a Drama Desk Award and an Outer Critics Circle Award and has been nominated for a bunch of others. Um, I would say this one is pretty safe. I wouldn't give it a mama warning. I mean, there's some, you know, drama, but... Uh, nothing too inappropriate, so there's what? that. What? Drama? No. <laughs> no. And then other notable cast members include Catherine McPhee, Jordan Sparks, Jeremy Jordan, my love, <laughs> Jason Mraz, Colleen Ballinger, who most people will recognize as Miranda Sings from YouTube, ah. and Tadra Call, among others. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So nice, it hasn't nice. been around for super long. But it is a great show. It's a lot of fun to listen to. You do get a good amount from the music, so that's nice. But as always, we're here to talk through it for you. So that's all we got. Yeah, it's a little little baby show still, so show. just a tiny bit of background. 
But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into our act one. Oh, yes. You guys ready for this? No. I don't know. Never. <laughs> never ready. Never, ever ready. <laughs> All right. So we get introduced to Jenna, a waitress and baker at Joe's Diner. She is baking a pie and explains that people always ask her about the ingredients in her pies. And so there's sugar and butter and flour. But there's also love and so much more that she just can't explain in the song What's Inside. Aww. She begins another day at the diner along with her boss, Cal, and fellow waitresses, Becky and Dawn. They sing about how every day is the same. Life in a simple dinner in a small town with its regulars. But that's not necessarily a bad thing in the song Opening Up. Oh, nice. And then... She throws up at work, Oh, assumedly not for the first time. Becky and Dawn convince her to take a pregnancy test. She explains that she got drunk and accidentally slept with her abusive husband, Earl, but is really hoping that she isn't pregnant in the song The Negative. And so they all sing and beg for the test to be negative, but it isn't. Oop. Big oof. Big oops. Big oopsie. Yeah. So Earl comes to the diner. He suggests that he might make Jenna quit, both the diner and her baking. Jerk. Jenna decides not to tell him about the pregnancy yet, and he takes her tips from that day and leaves. Like a jerk. Jerk. She thinks back to her late mother, who was the one that taught her how to bake. Baking is about the skills such as crimping the edges, but it's also about the emotion that goes into it. Baking is therapeutic for her. In the song, What Baking Can Do. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Baking is magic. It is magic. <laughs> it tastes like magic. Jenna goes to see her OBGYN, and other pregnant women in the lobby taunt her about joining them in the song Club Knocked Up. <laughs> Oops. She meets her doctor, the new-in-town Dr. Jim Pometer. She admits to him that she doesn't want to keep the baby, but she is going to anyway. She leaves him with a mermaid marshmallow pie. I wonder what that is. <laughs> I bet it's blue. Tentatively, he eats it and loves it. He is also accompanied by an instrumental track called Pometer Pie. Joe, the owner of the diner, finds out about Jenna's pregnancy. He suggests that she enter a local pie-baking contest and then use the reward to leave her husband. Yes. Yes, queen. Do it. Drop this man's. Doctor's (laughs) orders. Jenna and Becky convince Dawn to finish her online dating profile. Oh. Uh, But she's terrified of actually finding someone. Fair. So she seems picky, but it's actually that she's just scared of finding someone who will reject her for her quirks. Or of ending up with her heart broken, which is fair. Oh, uh, And so yeah. with both of her friends in bad marriages, and she sees this, and so she doesn't want to end up in one of her own in the song When He Sees Me. Oh. Jenna runs into Dr. Palmiter at the sweet shop. He ends up telling her how she and her pie remind him of a sweet waitress he knew before in the song It Only Takes a Taste. Uh-oh. He sings about how her pies are something special, something that drew him in from the first bite. Just like she has already drawn him in. Ooh. <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> well, hopefully there's no cheese in the pie. <laughs> Cream cheesy. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> uh, when Jenna gets home, she learns that Earl has been fired. He yells at her about it, and the argument almost turns physical until she says that she's pregnant. In response, Earl makes Jenna promise that she won't love the baby more than she loves him. Oh. Yeah. Wow. This man's is trash. Very trash. So she can't love it at all. He reminisces about the good old days of their relationship, showing how possessive he feels over her in the song You Will Still Be Mine. Yuck. (sighs) Dawn prepares for her first date. Meanwhile, Jenna tells her friends about her plans for the baking contest. The three of them dream of the better life ahead of them in the song A Soft Place to Land. 
Jenna starts hiding half of her earnings from Earl, saving up to enter the pie contest. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after their first date, Ogie comes to the diner and wants to get to know Dawn better. He tells her all about himself, while at the same time showing what he's telling. And so he's really, like, stubborn and clingy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of wild. Oh. <laughs> and so this is the song, Never Ever Getting Rid of Me. Oh, no. <laughs> mm. But then Dawn and Ogie realize that they both enjoy American Revolution enactments, and they have a bunch of other stuff uh, in common. So sure. they like actually I mean, like each other. I don't these know. These weirdos were made for each other. Basically. Sure. And Jenna, meanwhile, makes another appointment with Dr. Pometer. While there, she kisses him. Oh. And even though they're both married and clearly dealing with their own issues, they say to hell with it and have sex in his office. And the song, oh, Bad Oh my idea. god. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so opera. And that's the end of Act One. <laughs> Saucy. <laughs> like, I can. I'll, I'll give her a pass because her husband's trash. However, we don't know nothing about this man's wife. Yep. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, patient, doctor. Yep. Ick. Yep. Ick. <laughs> Gross. All right. Intermission, everybody. How do we feel about <laughs> Act One? <laughs> Gross. Well, a lot happening. Yeah, there's yeah, a surprising amount happening, but also kind of straightforward at the same time. Like, it's not surprising in any of the t- turns. Yeah. You, like, make another turn, and you're like, ooh, okay. I mean, the, the sleeping with the doctor is a little bit out of left field. I mean, I'm not, I'm also not surprised by it, though, because it, it's one of those, ah, uh, a man to show me kindness. Gotta sleep with that. Yep. It's definitely a trope that's been uh, abused before. Mm-hmm. But... I would prefer for it not have to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. She seduced him with the pies. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Those darn <laughs> That's pies. That's what you get for making pie. Yep. How dare she. There was horniness in the pie. <laughs> that temptress. <laughs> it was Bank made with treats. seduction. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't just love in there. There was lust. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but it, it's, it's starting off very interestingly and... Again, not, like, too surprising, but I, I am curious to see how it goes for the pie-making contest. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. Kylie, you got a couple things to read for us this week? <gasps> mm-hmm. Three. Boitress has a rare all-women production team with Diane Paulus as the director. Ooh. Sarah Bareilles is the music writer and lyricist. Jesse Nelson as the book adapter. And Lauren Lataro as choreographer. The Clinton Foundation honored the show's all-female team by launching the hashtag Ceiling Breaker campaign and giving out free tickets. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like, why did it take so long for this to happen? I, yeah, I don't know. Well, it happened. Listen, so some we got there. Slow. We did get there. Manhattan baker Stacy Donnelly and small business owner Don Mayo of Everything Dawn were hired to ensure that the baking scenes were realistic. Ooh. Donnelly taught the cast how to work and roll pie dough, as the role of Jenna required Mueller to crack eggs, sift flour, and roll out dough on stage. Oh. Mayo created all the prop pies used in the show. So, they're cracking real eggs on stage? That's... Messy. That's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Might as well make a real pie at that point. Right. Get a whole oven out there. <laughs> it's a whole working kitchen. <laughs> That does lead us into our uh, third fact. To help immerse audiences, real pies are warming as they enter the theater, creating the aroma of a pie shop. Slices of pie are for sale. Yeah, they better be if they're just (laughs) wafting pies everywhere. If they didn't sell pie, I'd be pissed off. (laughs) Free pie. 
I'd love to go to a show that smells like a pie. <laughs> I know that actually sounds pretty dope. I, would, like, I would go see it just like for that. any baked good, really. Yeah, yeah. Sucker for good food. <laughs> if you wanted to get Katie in a van or any of us, provide sweets. Trish. Provide sweets. That's a at least a good baked start. Sweets. If you pulled up in a creepy white van and you were playing a musical soundtrack and you offered me a pie, I would get in the van. <laughs> I require my pies to not be poisoned or anything that is not chocolate cream pie. <laughs> and Amber, they'd pull up and be like, hey, little girl, we've got Jeremy Jordan back here. Mm-hmm. Like, say no more. I'm coming. Yeah. Ooh la la. I would I'm hope Amber would be like, proof of life. I want to see him first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So are we ready to um, roll some dough into act two? Sure. I figured baking was a little lame. Need our way into Act Two, Amber. You got one for us. No. <laughs> wow. You guys got good ones. Fired. Spice up Act Two. There's so many baking ones you can do, Amber. Come on. I mean, yeah, but like that just feels like I don't know. Ready to throw Act Two in the oven? Oh. Hey. Yep. We're gonna keep making mistakes into Act Two. So there's that. Get the baby out of them. <laughs> don't put the baby in the oven. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Katie, you need to put a disclaimer for everybody. Just like, don't put your baby in the oven. Please do not put a baby in the oven. We do not agree with this statement. (laughs) All right. Act two, Amber, take us away. All right. So, Jenna finds out that Becky and Cal are having an affair. (gasps) Dun, 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 dun. Becky is married, of course, but she is unashamed about her actions. She points out that they've all made mistakes. And so even though this is something that she didn't plan on happening, she's enjoying it. In the song, I didn't uh, plan it. But I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jenna and Dr. Pometer continue their affair. Of course, as do Becky and Cal. <sighs> and Dawn and Ogie are still dating. In the song, A Bad Idea Reprise. Jenna wonders if the affair is a mistake, but Dr. Pometer reassures her about it. He tells her how much she matters to him. At the same time, she is contemplating her future child, and hoping for the best life for them. And the song, You Matter to Me. <sighs> Good decisions all Sounds around. Sounds like she already cares about this baby more than she does her husband. I mean, I don't blame her for that one. Several months later, Don and Ogie get married at the diner. Ogie sings about how he just wants to support her and be there for her. Don sings back that even though she's not a poet like him and had trouble writing her vows, she loves him. In the song, I Love You Like a Table. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all supportive right. and hold each other up. Uh huh. (laughs) Literally how it goes. Yeah. I love you like a table. Yep. (laughs) It's a weird song. Oh, God. Yeah. Jenna dances with Joe at the reception. He gives her advice, telling her that it's worth it to fight the good fight. The song, Take It from an Old Man. Earl drags Jenna home, having found her hidden money stuffed under the couch. He is furious with her and asks about it. She lies and says that it's for a crib for the baby. Earl, only slightly placated by this, leaves with the money. Jenna is left thinking about what has become of her life. Now she won't be able to attend the pie baking contest in the song, Dear Baby. And this is actually a monologue that leads into the next song. Mm. Yep. So Jenna breaks down, lamenting the loss of control over her own life. She sings the song in third person, as if who she is now is so utterly different than her old self, who she misses dearly. She knows she's broken and she doesn't know how to heal. And this is the song, She Used to Be Mine. And so the song is like the center point of the show. And it was actually the first song written by Borellis. I think this is the song I think probably everyone knows from the show. Yeah. So Jenna goes into labor. Uh-oh. Oh, which is super great. 
While at the hospital, Jenna sees Joe on his way to surgery. He gives her an envelope to open later. So Earl, Becky, Dawn, and even Miss Pometer, who's a resident at the hospital, oh. <laughs> crowd the delivery room as she cries out in distress in the song Contraction Ballet, which is an instrumental song. Huh. So yeah, her uh, affairs wife is helping her have a baby. That's not weird. That's super awkward. Yeah. But eventually she has the kid. Everything's great. Yay. She names her daughter Lulu, and Earl reminds her of her promise. Don't love the kid more than him. Finally, Jenna tells him that she wants a divorce and to stay away from her and her kid. Hallelujah. This, of course, angers Earl, and Jenna vows to run over him if she ever sees him again. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) No one would blame you. (laughs) Later, Dr. Palmetter visits Jenna. She refuses his affection and ends the affair. Finally. Yeah. She realizes how much she has changed now that Lulu is in her life, and she has someone to live for now. In the song, Everything Changes. Jenna opens the note from Joe to discover that he knew he was dying, and in doing so, has left her the diner. He only asks that she name a pie after him. Aww. No. Yeah. Years later, the diner has been renamed Lulu's Pies, and Jenna enjoys how her life has turned around in the song opening up finale. The end. They did it. How do we feel? It cute. I like that it's got a nice little happy ending. It's not perfect. Yeah, it's definitely not perfect. But I think it's as happy as we could have expected from drama like this. Yeah, it it is drama from day one. Like it, it was. It's <laughs> yeah. mama drama. <laughs> it literally could not go anywhere else. It was just drama. Yeah, I feel like just a lot of things just came to a conclusion quickly, and that might just be not seeing like the actual show. But it was just kind of like all the things happen at the end. <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those, like, they're, they're running out of time and they have to wrap all the, the timelines up and make her her seem like the redemption arc kind of kind of area mm-hmm. there. Yeah, but not bad. Yeah, like, I, I, I appreciate that she, you know, left her ex-husband and ended the affair, but also, like, I always hate the trope of I'm an t- entirely different person now that I'm a hour after labor. Yep. Yeah, it's like, that's not exactly how people work. <laughs> But it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's about what I expected from, again, like a, a drama musical, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, the ending was very cute and I'm, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Like we said, this is still a pretty new one, so I'm not sure you can find too much about it online, but it is based off of that movie. So you can find that movie online or, you know, rent it or buy it or whatever and watch it. And while the movie isn't a musical, it is basically the same story. So it is a good movie. I have seen that. Yeah. So yeah, definitely still check it out. Again, make your own decisions about it. You know, it's a very straightforward drama-esque show. Oh, in the movie, Dr. Pometer is played by Nathan Fillion. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, I have to So watch if you it. need an excuse to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who doesn't? So, and the Jenna is played by Carrie Russell, for anyone who knows who that is. She's I also in a I don't recognize her name, but I always remember her face. Yeah. This is a... Pretty simple story, you know, nothing too hard to follow. It makes a cute stage show, I'm sure, just from the, like, random clips I've seen. I think they've performed, they've done a few live performances um, at, like, parades and stuff. So there's some clips online of different songs. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, so um, any final thoughts about this episode, everybody? Uh, it good. It good. That's mm-hmm. my line. Go check out. Go watch uh, Independent Women Be Independent. Yeah, and uh, leave your abusive partner and run over them with your car or something. Threaten mm. them. Threaten to run, run them over. But with make the sure they yeah, don't that's record what I meant, you. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Threaten them. 
<laughs> also, don't have an affair with your doctor. That's gross. Yeah. Good show. Go listen to it. Again, it'll be linked in our show notes and you can go check it out there and you can go watch the movie, you know, wherever. And I'm sure the show will be making its rounds again since it just reopened up on Broadway. So keep your eye out for that and go catch it if you can and let us know how it went. If you've been, tell us how the pies were. Yes. That's really what we care about. That's yes. all we care about. We want to know what the pies were like. And hey, other theater shows, have pie. Yeah. Do it. Have Get pie, we'll see. <laughs> have pie, we'll see. <laughs> But yeah, I think that is going to wrap us up for this one. Alrighty. Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts. This ensures that you get our episodes as soon as they are posted. And it's just cool if you did it. And we'd like you a lot. It's it's just cool, man. It might get you a slice of pie. You never know. Maybe. And if Apple happens to be your favorite pie and you're an iPhone user or whatever, please leave us a five-star <laughs> review on it on Apple. It helps boost us up in the numbers. Maybe you'll get... An apple pie. <laughs> of course, the best way to help us is through word of mouth. So please go ahead and tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, and any local diner people that you run into. It doesn't have to just be the waitress because mm-hmm. they're obligated to listen to you. But tell everyone else. And leave them nice tips. You can totally tell your doctor, too. Just don't sleep with them. Yeah. But you can tell, tell them your doctor, But don't sleep with them. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. We are recommended by doctors. Maybe. <laughs> please? Please? (laughs) (laughs) We won't sleep with them. (laughs) Right. Nope. I would hope so. Gross. And if you want to talk to us about this show, about pies, or about any other show, because we love to talk about all things musical. Or pie. You can reach out to us. So the best way to do that is to email us at savemeanoffseat at gmail.com. Or you can find us all over the interwebs. We are on Facebook at Save Me an Isle Seat. We're on Twitter at Save an Isle Seat. We're on Instagram at Save Me an Isle Seat. And we're on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Yeah, reach out to us and tell us what your favorite pie is, just for funsies. Because now I just want pie. I do want pie. <laughs> also, for more shows and to keep updated on everything, go ahead and go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. We also have merch on there, so you can hit that slash merch button. It is a little too late to get those gifts for Christmas, but there is always next year. So, cool. Go ahead and check that out. But that will wrap us up on this episode, guys. So, thanks for listening to this episode of Save Me and I'll See. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Aisle Seat. If you'd like to support us, you can check out our Ko-Fi at www.ko-fi.com slash ragtag network. For more episodes and shows like this, go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. This show is brought to you by the Ragtag Network.